this is Chris from the Ticket Stub. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Lots of hours to spend with you. So go and bother your cute little pussycat nose. Pussycat, pussycat, I love you. Yes, I do. You All right. Good morning, Montgomery County. And morning's Lone Star. IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Broadcasting live from the Lone Star Community Radio Studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Morning's Lone Star here with Dick and Skippy. Zero guests today, so it's just going to be us till 11 o'clock. Feel free to chime in at any time on our Facebook Live, YouTube Live, or just send us a message via Instagram, Twitter, or email, mwls at irlonestar.com. Yeah, we're hanging out in the studio. Sean, good to see you. Good morning, Dick. Welcome back. Yeah, got a lot done yesterday. I know y'all are making fun of me about not moving because it was raining, but it was the weirdest scenario because we go to the storage facility, stops raining. We'd move everything into the trailers and all that stuff. And then it started raining. <laughs> but then it rained. And the greatest thing was it rained just enough for us to put the tarps on. And then it stopped raining. <laughs> and then when we get to the house, it started raining. So we, and then by the time we got everything into the house, it stopped raining. And it was off and on. And uh, hopefully nothing got ruined. It really, we really didn't get it hit at hard at all until we went to the Waffle House. It's a sign. You should have sent out decoys. So it was actually, I mean, we've, it was really funny how, how often it rained off and on and then it, like it didn't rain and then it did, but yeah. And I listened to a couple, I listened to about 40 minutes of the show in my car, you know, going to and fro and, mm-hmm. uh, we had the Conroe cutthroats in yesterday. We did indeed. That was the blast. You, so, uh, you, you missed a good one on that one. And also well, we had, uh, you know what? Jamie Mesh. I, you know, I didn't hear, um, is their commercial says men and women. So we, men can't play participate in the in the game correct but, but they can be cheerleaders they can be cheerleaders they can be uh you know coaching staff support okay. staff. I was, I, yeah because I, I, I know a couple of the ladies that do it and mm-hmm. i don't know you've ever seen a roller derby game i don't think i've ever seen one live and up close it, it's it's one of those cricket kind of games where a game like cricket where you have to see it to really start understanding how the crusher or not the crusher like the, the how they score points mm-hmm. and things like that because i don't know with cricket you can watch it and you still not get it well what's funny about roller derby when i watched it it was like random acts of violence but then when you started watching like oh that's why they can hit that person because it isn't just like a full free-for-all brawl where they're just punching not each other. a roller ball so uh because that kind of confuses you're watching like oh that person just got an elbow like, why do they do it to random people? But there's only certain people you can hit and certain people you can prevent. I had just, in my mind, put it there that roller derby was very much akin to American wrestling. You know, WWE wrestling, not Greco-Roman wrestling. And But no, it is it is way more, I don't want to say real, serious. Well, it's uh, more of a point system. Yeah. And then, like, I, I would almost say it's similar to hockey where there's a strategy and there is a point to going around in a circle, and there's a, there's a point to hit people. Mm-hmm. But uh, but shout out to the ladies who showed up. They were just having a blast in here too. Good. We uh, we had a great time. And who else them. did you have in? We had Jamie Mesh. Uh, she is with Comforts of Home and had a 
luncheon yesterday, a crisis assistance center uh, every month is going to have a luncheon designed to help seniors. That okay. uh, and uh, that Converts to Home will be putting on. So they'll bring in experts. Like yesterday, I think they had a financial advisor who specialized in senior r- retirement financial planning. Uh, but there will be, uh, I think next month, is going to be like a Medicare specialist. Well, they have all all spectrum of services. Oh, absolutely. So. Uh, with uh, uh, CAC does, but also uh, with this particular luncheon, they uh, the food was, hold on, uh, Fishtails provided the food and uh, missed that one. But uh, family members can go too to those things. So if you go to a Crisis Assistance Center, you can look them up on Google or uh, uh, Facebook and sign up for the next one. We, uh, kind of short notice for yesterday's luncheon, but they'll have one again in just a few weeks. Okay, good deal. Yep. Well, let's do some traffic and weather real quick cool. for our listeners. Uh, what's the weather report, Ryan? Weather, yeah, we do. It's 78 degrees, going to go up to 91. We're going to break back in the 90s today. I don't know. I think we're going to get close to the 90s. I think we're going to have around 89. That, that's, that's my bet. Uh, fortunately, cloudy all day, no rain. So Skippy's coming off the ledge. With uh, the rain, I, man, just, I, saw some, I have not slept for three nights. Man. Holly's family is from Beaumont, and Port Arthur and places like that were getting hit pretty hard. Yeah, they're Port flooding. Arthur, they're, they're, yeah. they're <laughs> I mean, talk about real people who have real issues, Sean. Okay, I know, and I, I fortunately, I'm self-aware enough to know that this is like 100%, I got to say PTSD, but, you know, just kind of flashbacks. And uh, yesterday, the height of the rain, my, my backyard, which is very uneven, there was some standing water. I'm like, okay, here we go, here we go. And I realized, of course not. It was nowhere near yeah. uh, what it could have been. So, But with today's forecast, I'm, I'm feeling better. Uh, humidity is at 100%, believe it or not. Only a 10% chance of rain, and there's slight breeze coming out of the southeast, according to the Lone Star weather tree outside. That's weather. How's the traffic? Traffic is A-OK. Looking around the Montgomery County area, east to west, north to south, I'm not seeing any accidents or instances. If you're doing long-term travel, like to Houston, uh, the only thing I'm seeing is right there after the 610 loop. If you're going north, uh, you're pretty much good all the way past uh, Centerville. Uh, east to west, College Station, everything is looking good over there. On the east side, Cleveland, over there in that area, everything's looking good. So zero accidents or instances, which is nice. Very so, nice. Let's get to the program. program there we go. Program. So just so listener, a listener asked about the the yesterday's show. It's available on Facebook. Yeah, so we I make sure people know that. Yeah, it is available on Facebook. Uh, we will be podcasting it, right? Nope, no, we won't be podcasting it, but it's on Facebook. There you go. So you can watch it on that. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, Rick uh, was was pushing buttons at random, got us on Facebook, but couldn't get us on YouTube. So if you missed it, great show, seriously. Uh, just the half hour alone we spent with the ladies from the Conroe Cutthroats. And uh, uh, don't miss Rick today. Don't re- miss Rick this three, afternoon. 3 p.m. music. All like from uh, 3 to 7, afternoon's Lone Star. Special shout out to him. I noticed that he kept playing his commercials. <laughs> I like that a lot, Rick. You know, you make it work. I like it. You take the time it's given to you. That's right. Well, you know, I do the same thing every time I go on afternoons with Lone Star. I say, whoa, it's so different than mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy starting at 9 o'clock. Well, what I've, what I've learned from his tactics is you just need to make like 10 promos. So it sounds a little bit different, but it's the same promo every night. Like it's you're promoting the same thing. Uh-huh. So we can just play it six times during the break, 
There we go. Well, let's make our own promos and slip them into the other shows, see if they notice. That's great. <laughs> but yeah, so let's get down to the show. Uh, let's talk about uh, current news events and things like that. Uh, if you're a listener and you want to participate, you know what to do. And if you got want us to talk about a topic or anything interesting you want to point out, we're on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. And then uh, on top of that, we're available via email and all that good stuff. So, all right, let's go into it. Do you have anything you want to talk about right now? Anything like this very particular very, moment. Well, because like I know the 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 illegal immigra- immigration thing is like it's getting crazy, and I know yeah. I know Trump signed an executive order mm-hmm. yesterday. This the but the more and more you learn about this kind of stuff, it's crazy. It is. There are no single answers to this because when someone raises a simple comparison well, question, the well, answer is well, it's what, not that simple an answer. I wonder what other countries do. <laughs> we have the most lax immigration well, no, I meant laws more of like in the If universe. you take this specific situation, what do other countries do? Because you know every- they don't let you in, or if they do let you in, it's a flood, and that's where the the economy starts tanking. Italy, Greece. Well, I mean, I mean, like, say I take my son over with me. What happens? And I get caught. And if I'm going, you to, mean like as of right like, now? Let's say if I if I'm sneaking into Russia. What happens? <laughs> uh, if you, well, first off, no one sneaks into Russia. <laughs> well, you never know. You I mean, know, there's got to be one case. Okay, I, I, will, I will give you that. Uh, severe punishments. I can actually probably look up the laws, the immigration laws, but I guarantee you they'll I be separated. I wonder what it is. Let's look it up. So the timing of this, uh, I have an issue with the selective moral outrage of those who are just now discovering this until they want to blame the current administration. When... This administration absolutely has instituted a zero-tolerance policy, and, you know, one of the things I'm not a fan of is hypocrisy, and I myself am not a fan of zero-tolerance policies for anything. That way, dragons lie. Typically, zero-tolerance is a left-leaning, you you know, like a kid chews a Pop-Tart in the shape of a gun, he's suspended, or he's expelled in kindergarten because it's zero-tolerance. I'm not a fan of zero-tolerance. I'm not a fan of the current zero-tolerance. I just wanted that out there to say, you know, I see kind of both sides. But what was well, your... what's strange even about that commenting on zero tolerance? I mean, to me, zero tolerance always has the same punishment, which means. Well, here's like, zero tolerance is a non-selective enforcing of the law. Well, I know, but like, wouldn't that mean the same punishment for every single time? Yes. But it sounds like they're not doing that. But that's the thing. It's, it's uh, enforce the laws until we don't like them. And then we. we what they should do out. is we call Elon. And say, hey, build a tunnel system so we can just have quick. I'm <laughs> telling you, like, the Mexican cartel, <laughs> he could make a he could save Tesla because, you know, they're, they're in a heap load of trouble right now. The Colombian cartel, Mexican cartel will pay him ten billion dollars to build one of his tunnels. Wow. And uh, well, so I'm looking I looked it up okay. and according to Wikipedia and uh, they're saying there are currently four million illegal immigrants in former Soviet Russia and the Russian Russian Federation. Uh, basically, under legal changes made in 2012, illegal immigrants who are caught will be banned from re-entering the country for 10 years. Uh, and then there you go. But here's the question. What happens when they go back in? Because we have, yeah, you're deported and you're banned, but then they come in, deported, banned, come in, deported, banned, come in, deported, banned. And the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over. And it's not an everyday occurrence, but you do hear the headlines of uh and sometimes it's an illegal immigrant or so someone committing a crime and saying, you know, this person was deported five, six, seven times before. Now, this is not just an immigration issue. This is a law issue because you have 
so a, a drunk wiping out a family and you find out it's his seventh DWI offense. So where I'm not a fan of zero tolerance, I am a fan of a, um, an, a, 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 an inspired level pursuit of law enforcement. And it's funny because so many memes have been going around with, you know, seeing kids sleeping in cages and Trump, Trump, Trump. And you find out these were from 2014 with uh, with the Obama administration. But people, oh, no, it's it's different. It's different because he didn't he didn't like it or it's zero tolerance, zero tolerance. It's it's this is nothing new. These policies, families have been separated and there's not a crime in the universe that the child's not separated from the family, from, from the parent in, in the event of a crime. So now if there's a breakdown along with this executive order, I know what Trump is doing, trying to get the topic back on track. And but it's funny because the second the executive order was signed, oh, see, look, he's waffling. He, he's weak. It's like he did exactly what well, he no, wanted. Well, that's just the standard. Yeah, it's a standard battle cry. New, news cycle. But, where we get it. So my issue, let's take Republican, Democrat, let's take immigration or illegal immigration because people are saying, well, these are, you know, people seeking asylum. There are legal recourses to seek asylum. You have to go through checkpoints. You can't just cross the border in general and say, I'm in America. I seek asylum. It doesn't work that way. And families who legally seek asylum are handled differently. That's number one. Number two, let's take immigration out of it. Again, there's not a crime in the universe where if you take a child into a, a criminal activity and you're caught, that you're not separated. Number three of the, uh, I need these numbers backed up, but I did hear from two different sources uh, from like the 12,000 children uh, who have been detained at the border, 10,000 of them were already sent, were already separated from the parents by being sent with coyotes or, or God forbid, traffickers, not sent with them, but, you know, not their own children. So there's discussion of maybe using DNA tests. You have to cult, you have to hold these people mm -hmm. to to go through the you separate the wheat from the chaff. Go who's telling the truth? Who is seeking asylum? Who's just trying to cross the border? There has have to be safeguards, and this has been going for for decades. And both Obama and, and both the Clintons and, well, and both sides have said this is a problem. We, well, you know, well, to me, this is a, even a greater issue with just the way our society handles children who are in circumstances like this. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I was uh, Holly worked at a I don't know what the acute trauma facility. I think that's the correct way to do it, where kids would go there if they they had experienced real impactful trauma like a car crash but she said you know it's the craziest thing when i started working there was a lot of the non-incident trauma kids we get meaning like the family beats them or something like that and I, she basically says that the foster care slash you know basically the way where our the state takes care of kids just isn't working because why are these there shouldn't be this many kids in the hospital like being abused or anything like that from families and so to me, it's almost like we need to reevaluate the way we handle kids in a, in a situation that is potentially dangerous because there's more more kids than just illegal kids here, too. Absolutely. And the <clears throat> kids that are legally here. And I was I love how, uh, you know, listener Brett and I sometimes I think I pick up his psychic vibes, but he picks up mine because I was about to say something. And he's chimed in himself with if any American parent exposed his or her children to any activity 
with mortality rate of illegal border crossings, these children would be immediately removed and everyone would cheer. It's the legal, once again, the those who are here legally, the citizens afforded protection under the Constitution for citizens are treated worse than a non-citizen mm -hmm. here illegally. Of course, and that's why victims can't choose the crimes for their their uh their their uh, perpetrators, mm -hmm. because the the law has to, justice has to be blind and balanced, and you can't have a knee jerk reaction. With, of, of course, we don't want to rip kids from parents' arms. No one wants that. Well, you know, Jason and I uh, from Connor Coffee had a, I don't know I don't know if we talked about this on the air, but we had this kind of funny. You know, we solved the world problems. Mm -hmm. So the thing we came up with is basically what, how we could solve illegal immigration is allow anyone to come into the country, but you get heavier taxes. So how are you going to enforce those taxes? Well, basically, you're, you are you go through the process of, like, say you want to get into this country. Well, you're considered, you know— an, You mean illegally? Illegally. Say you come in illegally. It's like, oh, you can stay here, but you're going to be—here's your, li your issued license. Here's your whatever, your identification. So when you go apply for a job, that employer has to pay more money— because of your current status, and then when you get – basically when the IRS comes at you, you have to pay more. And the whole idea is you can stay here as long as you want, but you got you can also have a path to get citizenship. But it's just going to cost everyone around you more money to take care of you. Well, like the Little Red Book, it looks good on paper, but we already have that problem where it's just cash deals under the table. Yeah, but then, I mean, there's also – I mean, it's, it's going to work itself out. But we right? have Is we already have laws that are against that. That's what I'm saying. We we have taxation. We have laws, and and they're not being enforced. So they're being enforced selectively, or you have states actively uh, fighting the federal government. I'm just looking for an efficient way to get to the next step. Build a wall. I'm but, not saying that's the answer, but I just no, be, I like I mean, Elon Musk, like the tunnel thing. Tunnel thing. That thing <laughs> to me is really funny. So this is something that is going to eventually hit the but Supreme Court. Basically, the because we made a comment at the beginning, this is just a news cycle thing. Do you think it's just a it's, news cycle I, thing? I, 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 the timing of this, the the day the Inspector General's report came out, there's oh, well, children ripped from parents. Oh, yeah. And well, I mean, like you can the say there's coincidences. Thing, and then, true. then you become a conspiracy theorist. But here's the thing: uh, you know how many minutes the MSNBC News has spent on the IG's report? None. Well, I think no one. But we already know no one will pay attention to that until someone gets arrested. But that's the thing. It's that this because they can't hide that. They well, can't hide their arrest reports. Uh, McCabe like is uh, under suggestion for criminal it, indictment. Well, I know that. But like, if you look, Comey at, has been. And then if you watch up. these things on C-SPAN, I've watched them. It, to me, it's all political rap. Even the questions these senators ask, it's like, come on, man! Like this isn't going to go anywhere. You're making it sound like you're doing your job, but nothing's going to come from it. Because that was actually my favorite thing about this IG report. Because I watched a couple of like the questions, and basically it says they're basically going, "Well, you know, this just doesn't make sense." That's what everyone's concluding. This just doesn't make sense. But they don't want to start prosecuting. You know what I'm talking about? Like mm -hmm. the way they've kind of gathered all the stuff about how much bias there are. It's weird that they keep saying, "Yeah, there's bias," but at the end of the report, we didn't find any bias. Yeah, and that see that uncomfortably. Echoes what Comey did all when the senators he gave like, his. All the senators are just kind of like, well, you know, this is wrong. It just doesn't make sense. And that's it. Nothing's oh, no, there are some who are going after. Yeah, but they're not going to do anything. Oh, no, they will because this this has gotten so insane. It, it's gotten to the point. It's almost like everyone in the room is waiting for the one person to do something about it. It's like, are you going to do mm -hmm. it? Are and someone gonna, will. 
Are you going to risk your name? And it goes both ways. Again, think about the McCarthy hearings. I can't remember who the senator was, but when he finally turned on Joseph McCarthy and said, have you no decency? You know, at long last, that's it. We've listened to this enough. enough. Someone somewhere is going to do this. And with the inspector general under on the hot seat right now, with them going, okay, so we have these names, we have these people, we have this quote, this quote, this quote, and you're still telling us there's no bias. Well, we can't determine that their bias affected their... Yeah. But it was stroke. Nothing's going to happen. I don't know. I, I think we're, we're hitting a I hope so. flashpoint. 927. We're going to move on from that topic. So uh, if you have any comments on it, you got about three minutes to write them in on Facebook, and then we'll move on. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com. So go Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Pussycat, pussycat, I love you. Yes, I do. You and your pussycat nose. What's new, pussycat? Whoa. All right, welcome back. Morning's Lone Star 930. I want to be Tom Jones when I grow up. The dude rocks so hard since the 60s. He's like, yeah. ladies, man. Is he, is he like in Vegas or something? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's in Vegas. He, uh, like that's what he's been doing? Yeah, he's kind of like a Wayne Newton kind of guy or Robert Oh, Wayne Newton's still there? Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, they'll, when they're not in Vegas, they're, they're touring or doing something, okay. maybe on a USO tour. But Well, I mean, think about being an artist. That's like the easiest way to do your business is you don't have to travel. You're just there and people come to you. And you get the glitz and grammar of Las Vegas every weekend or every but night. But not everyone right. can play Vegas. You know, you can't well, yeah. have Guns and Roses. I can't well, see like, them for playing example, Vegas. Well, like, for example, we had a DJ here who was close friends with the family of the Mary Sarah, who we play a couple times. And she was on The Voice. And The Voice, what they did, instead of doing the tour, they did a thing where they played in Vegas for a year. Mm-hmm. And basically, like, the top 10 people who were in The Voice would be, like, a rotating thing yeah. for the whole year. And I'm like, you know, that's pretty smart. You're getting paid steady money. And you're working on your career in one place because I imagine that's the hardest thing for a musician is to work on their career while they're traveling all the time. And uh, well, the, okay, some artists really write some great stuff on the road, but you know, just I think that's like oh, that's an easy way to do it. If I was Tom Jones and I want to retire mm-hmm. and just go, <laughs> no, Tom Jones, he, he was in uh, Mars Attacks yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. Or, you know, oh, that's right. Uh-huh. Let's see he, he had a right show now. in Vegas. He did this great cover of uh, "Kiss," you know, by Prince. Did they do that for? Stage actors? Is there like a retirement kind of thing? Like similar? I don't, I don't call it retirement. Sorry. Is there something similar? Like when, once your star is faded, so something you can do? Well, like say... No, actors get to go on the love boat. So like, because I know cruises are a big deal. Yeah. For actors and stuff. Yeah. Especially, um, I believe even, you know, the, the big ones, like the Bernadette Peters of the world and the Kristen Chenoweth of the world and, and do actually go on the high end. Some of them go on the high end cruises. Mm-hmm. 
but as far as acting, uh, that instead of Vegas for most stage or screen actors, they they basically get the the guest spots on Murder She Wrote or or whatever. But there's no because I imagine like that's what everyone kind of gets to the point. What's the most convenient for you as you get older? And as an actor, you live in L.A. because they're like you know, mm-hmm. I don't know how. Well, many you know, there's an actual. Or senior living home for retired movie stars, and it's like really high end for, really? for those. But is that where Mel Brooks lives? Could be. Well, I think Mel Brooks can still handle it on his own. But these are those who, because of their their insurance through SAG, they're able to. You know, this was this is the home that's available for them. Well, did you ever see that uh, Cars and Comedians getting coffee with Mel Brooks? And I never saw it, Carl, but I've Carl, heard about it. Carl Reiner. Yeah, there, that, that episode. I encourage everyone to check it out. It's on Netflix. It's really funny to see them be friends and. Literally what they do is they go get pick up dinner and they have their TV trays out and they watch a movie together. And it's like <laughs> it's like typical best friends. Just that's what they're doing. And it's really weird. And there's like a great story about him, uh, about them two with Gladiator, the movie Gladiator. Oh, my Lord. OK, I got to watch it just for that. Because they keep talking about how great it is and all this. <laughs> so I was like, that sounds like my dad. But uh, did you ever listen to the two thousand year old man, the the kind of the sketch routine between Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks? Mm-hmm. See, I didn't know I didn't know Mel Brooks really besides the movies he did, not before and not like the producers too much. He invented Get Smart. So that's what I'm saying. Like he, he has a deep history in comedy and say especially Carl Reiner. I didn't know how deep in comedy he was. Oh yeah. And I didn't know that. I only knew him from Ocean's Eleven, really. Like that was the first introduction I had of him. And the kind of proves my point with what I was just saying. When you have when your stars kind of faded, you have a guest star on a movie. Like you had Elliot Gould, you have Carl Reiner, you have those who uh, Sinatra where they they kind of poke fun at the fact that yeah, I was a huge star now, not so much, but I still live the life. So yeah, you gotta you gotta listen to the two thousand year old man. Funnies all get out. Mel Brooks plays this two thousand year old guy being interviewed by Carl Reiner. We got some great uh, audience interaction going on. I uh, know we don't want to go like. Well, I like Brett's comment about the Vegas for actors. He said community college theater departments. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's that's a, that's a good funny. point. Or or you got them teaching a master class. Although you got to watch out because that gets thrown around a lot. It's a master class, and it's someone who's a a a. a, a R-level actor, when I mean like rated, not rated R, but kind of A-list, uh, C-list, you know, it, B-list, D-list, So C-list. the Disaster Artist movie, based yes. off the room, is on Amazon Prime. I saw that last night. And it's, that it, it's up there. I was watching it, and I just kept I kept thinking of you. I don't know why. I was like, Thank you, you? I need to see you young, and this is you. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I, I'll take it. Well, I didn't realize the main character was 19 at the time when he met mm-hmm. Tommy. And so that was a little weird to me. I was like, okay, but then uh, the movie, man, it's so good. Uh, did you do you ever do you ever do a scene in a diner? Have I? Yeah, actually, I have. Yeah, in like, movie. He's like, stage. let's act. Let's act now. You do <laughs> re-scene. And I'm like, what's? Well, going I, on? I've been in enough shows where we're in a diner and we're running lines or stuff, or I've been known to where songs just spontaneously break out because, by golly, we're in musical theater. Yeah, that's great. Well, you know what? Another shift's happening in the entertainment world. Did you see that an offer has finally been accepted for Fox? Who was? Fox. Uh, did, the, did, the offer has been accepted. Wait, I, I missed. I, Fox I, is selling to Disney. They are. Yeah, they accepted the offer. So $71 wow. mil, billion. Dollars. I'm not happy about that. So it'd be interesting to see what really comes down. Because that, I mean, I really don't know why. I guess. How can the SEC have not said this is a monopoly? 
after Disney bought Lucasfilm. Yeah, but can you, I mean, can entertainment really have a monopoly yes, when somebody... Because this entertainment, it, it's TV studios, it's news studios. Disney can now control a vast uh, ABC, um, C, uh, ESPN. Well, I mean, the only way they're going to get in trouble is there's something written or tangible evidence saying we're we're working on something systematically to. No, do you got to do things. is hire the right people. Well, you know, it's not working out with this person. We're going to bring in that person instead. And there's a, there's a subtle shift. CNN wasn't always as, and MSNBC weren't always as rabid as they are now. And in, in fairness, uh, Fox News wasn't always as rabid. I felt well, that they felt that they were the last bastion and of I'll, having the other voice. Well, I was thinking about this is, you know, in the long run, I think this actually has a chance of hurting Disney because of their persona. And a lot of people, more people are becoming aware of what Disney's doing. And it's like Disney's always been the wholesome company and they preserve, you know, what family is. Yeah, but like, this split off. That's why they they, they created Miramax. It's well, like, no, okay, we want to do. More people are becoming aware of it, though, mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, now Deadpool's a Disney princess you know, <laughs> or something like that. Because it's, it's one of those things. I'd be, I'd be, I could see it really hurting them in the long run. I think it was just ill-advised. Uh, I, I'm staggered that the SEC. Well, I think it's a not. smart thing they did. Like, I mean, if I was Fox, seventy-one billion dollars. I can't blame either side. Disney's going to want to grab as many as uh, possible, and Fox is going to want to sell to the highest bidder. I, I'm not blaming anyone. I just uh, the SEC. I, I would love to hear their reasoning why they don't think this is a monopoly. Well, I mean, because what's wrong with buying other intellectual properties? What's wrong with that? Absolutely nothing. Like I said, there's nothing so wrong you're with it. So you're more worried about the news stations and then... Well, not necessarily the news, and Brett raises a good point. It's only Fox Entertainment. The news division of News Corp is not on the block, which is good. But think about the Fox shows that have been kind of the... Fox has been the leader for the anti-Cosby show, you know, with, with um, uh, Married with Children. They created Married with Children to go against the wholesomeness of NBC's The Cosby Show. Okay. Uh, Fox has always been the rabble rouser. They're the first to come out with the parent, you know, parental uh, guidance advised. They've taken chances. They've been ruthless with it. Fox put on, even though they totally mismanaged it, they put on Firefly when no one else would touch it. Uh, of course, once they got it, they didn't know what to do with it. But you can't, I can't imagine ABC, NBC, or CBS grabbing Firefly grabbing 24. Well I, think, well, I also think it's whoever's the leader over there going for new content. We, we've we definitely seen a shift in tone of what these stations are trying to present themselves as. And plus they also offload it to their sub channels, which is like their online, like Hulu and all them, because they're owned by, I think uh, Hulu owned, is owned by NBC, I think. And that's where they kind of offload some of their stuff where they don't want to put it on their main... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and Disney has a chance of mixing their signals here. And they've got to do it carefully. I don't think they will, because that would be a fundamental shift from Disney. Here's the thing. Disney now owns Simpsons and the Family Guy. Yeah, so I'm saying. Like, there's a chance for them to mix their signals. Well, are we going to see a gelding of these? Or are we going to see Disney saying, okay, this is our 100-year-old corporate philosophy, and we're going to cater to new people what, and lose a lot of old Wasn't Disney school. like an anti-Semite? Wasn't Walt Disney? I believe he was, but I'm, I'm, I'm not the, trying to downplay the, it. Is that the hundred? But back then, everybody was. Uh, you know, I remember a few years ago, a few, a few days ago, they came across Einstein's diaries, and Einstein was was very prejudiced against uh, certain Asians. And this is the 1930s, and it's what it was. I, I don't condone it. I don't curse it. It's what it was, and he is still 
it's a difference between someone like him where that was the mindset or the 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 social norm back then and the Roman Plancies of the world. To me, there's a difference of separating the man from his beliefs, his belief structure. Yeah. Interesting. But no, I don't, I don't know what really what will end up with Fox and Disney, but... Uh, It'll be interesting to see. I'm just, I, I'm really surprised it actually made it, uh, tr truly. The uh, smaller monopolies have been broken up because they've been monopolies. Well, what would change, what, what's going to kind of ruin the reign of Disney? Because nothing can last forever. Unless you're, you know, the Highlander. <laughs> well, it depends which, which Highlander you were. Which is now owned by, no, it's kidding. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it depends on which Highlander you were, because if it's Connor McCloud, he actually gets killed by Duncan McCloud in the in the really bad Endgame movie. And then Duncan goes on to find the source. Oh, my God, I'm going down that rabbit hole. Pull me out of it. Because, I mean, to me, Netflix has a, has a good foot in who actually pays attention and watches stuff. This is something that's kind of funny. Because, I mean, stats are going to scare people when they say how many people watch stuff online. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then, I mean, there's going to be... But there's watching and there's following. Uh, yesterday, I think it was Rick saying that this one YouTube star has got 12 million followers. That was me. That was me, not yes. Rick. Oh, sorry. I mean, that was, the day's blur. I mean, well, no, I'm talking about what's effective and then what's trackable. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, I think the old style, like Disney and CNN and ABC and all the old style way of viewing things, if they don't catch up, I mean, the greatest example is CBS trying to do their all access. And I don't know how it's doing, but I don't know. I haven't heard anything positive. They've got... Star Trek Discovery. That's it. And I, they've got the other, the Good Wife sequel show, but they canceled the Good Wife because no one was watching it. So why would why would a sequel show do any better? But I know I'm just interested to see where people are going with it. I mean, yeah. look, to give you an idea how how aggressive it is. So Holly and I, we moved, right? Yes. And I set up the internet, and I called Sudden Link, and I was like, "Well, give me your give me your rates," and I selected one. And they're like, well, do you want TV? I was like, no, we don't currently want TV. We don't want it. We, I don't want, we're probably not going to get it. And he's like, oh, why is that? And I was like, oh, because, you know, I don't want to deal with that. And they called me three times between well, a week ago and then installation date Friday to say, hey, we're calling about your installation date. By the way, do you want TV? And I'm like, man, I don't know how many times I got to tell you guys. Well, I, I told you I went through that with Spectrum when, um, we got the house redone. I, I got rid of my internet provider because I wasn't happy with them. <clears throat> Called Spectrum, uh, which is a charter company. And they had a, a decent deal on their internet. And I said, great, let's go for it. They're like, well, let's tell you about the package. I don't need the package. And basically, the package they talked me into, uh, or I don't know who talked whom into it, but I'm basically, for the price of internet only, I'm getting a landline and TV with, like, all the HBO channels and stuff mm -hmm. as well for, like, two years. Now, I can cancel at any time. They're like, yeah, if you don't like the price and just want to go to internet, fine, and I'll be, I'm paying, sure, I am paying extra, but not, like, three times extra like most of these bundles are. So I'm enjoying the fact that in my office, in my house, by my study, I have a different TV setup than, than the, the rest of the house. Uh, yeah, first world problems, I know. Well, you know, also, I want to let people know I discovered something really cool. And this, this is kind of a, a tech thing. I don't know if you have kids or if you don't want to be loud. Well, Roku, you ever heard of Roku before? Yeah, I've got a Roku uh, uh, So TV. Roku has an app for your phone. And you can actually set up all, I don't know what the, the timeline was, but basically all new Roku 
accessories, you can actually use your mobile phone, Bluetooth connected to your accessory on your TV, and listen through your headphones. So you don't have to turn on the TV or turn on the sound on the TV. Cool. So I know I know that's a unique scenario for a lot of people, but if you have kids or if you don't want to disturb, you know, anyone next to you. I well, thought that was really cool. Yeah, that is. And there's always that issue uh, oh, with with my dad. He was, his hearing was going. And so I, if he'd stayed with me, I'd come home from work and I'd, I could hear the TV blaring from down the street. And this is, so I bought him like wireless headphones, the, these special ones that went to the TV uh, for, for that very purpose because that way he could enjoy it. We, we could enjoy the TV at normal volume. He could go full tilt. Uh, but yeah, to, to, to like kind of conclude, or we can keep talking about it, is these companies like Netflix, I mean, I don't really know who has the most ownership of it, but they seem to be having a foot in content generation I think it is the next viewership. level. More and more people, uh, Misty being one of them. So I know Disney that- was been working on... Because actually, I think that might be their overall strategy is Disney's working on their own kind of Netflix. And I think they're trying to buy as much intellectual property to where they'll do CBS All Access, but it will have actually have better content because CBS All Access. Well, think of, think of the library they have now. Everything Star Wars related, everything Fox yeah. related, everything ABC related. Every, I mean, wow. The, Maybe it's going to be something similar to like Spotify where they have so much music. It's kind of hard not to choose them because they have so much of content you might want. VHS one because more movies came out on VHS. So there you go. All there is to it. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, nine forty six. We're brought to you by Condor Coffee, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We're gonna take a quick break. When we return, we're more gonna, fun. More fun. Yeah, we're gonna. You know, we can still talk about politics and stuff like that if you want. I know there was a recent report that came out. Americans believe two thirds of news on social media that is misinformation. So we could talk about that, or we could talk about other stuff. All right, you're listening to Morning's Lone Star. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Welcome back, Orange Lone Star, Dick and Skippy. Hey, thanks for keeping the conversation going on the air and off. It is 9.50 on the dot, 78 degrees outside. Gonna gonna get up a little higher today, but not that that really, like, bone-burning weather we've had lately. Great conversations happening. We had a question. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you think since Disney's buying Fox, they're going to re-cancel Last Man Standing? I wonder if that was the reason why they did this. We're going to offer you $42 billion so we can kill 72. Tim Allen. $72 billion so we can kill Tim Allen's chances of a comeback. Well, that's what I'm saying. That, that could happen now. They can say, well, we don't want it anymore. Uh, now, you know, the Roseanne show, they're already talking about a reboot just without Roseanne. Be the Connors with with Darlene. And, of course, Darlene being on The View, you know where she stands. Uh, Sarah, uh, what's yeah. her name? Sarah Gilbert. 
Gilbert. I mean, one thing we got to learn about all of this is make as much money as possible. That's what everything's, that's what I've learned. Yeah. Well, you know, more and more people, we were talking about what's next, and this is what kind of makes me smile. Star Trek is many times presaged what technology would be in the future. You know, the communicators. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The cell phone is based on the communicator, and now as a result, the communicator is the offshoot of the, the cell phone. If that makes sense, a lot of technology has happened, uh, has been envisioned by Star Trek. Well, in why can that be a cell phone? Wouldn't that be more of a walkie talkie? Well, no, they're the flip and the uh, oh, I thought you were talking about the badge. Well, we have those now too, as a result. You know, we have the Bluetooth where you can touch it, we have the Google Glass, is pretty much could be what uh, uh, what like Carly wears. What about Transporter? They're working on it, you think so? Yeah. But in, I think it was the next generation, the, uh, data was talking about how TV died in the early 21st century, that it was as a form of entertainment. Uh, it was replaced with, with other things, including um, the, the hollow, deck, hollow novels, where you would immerse yourself. And if you look right now, virtual reality is kicking back in. TV is, traditional TV is dying out and it'll never be gone. And I remember a couple of years ago, they were saying the cinema was about to die because no one went to the movies anymore. Well, cinemas got smart and adapted. They put in recliner chairs, uh, made it a more pleasant experience. And now there's popular, I don't, I don't know if there's popular as ever, but they're pretty darn popular for a company that was about to go, uh, an industry that was about to go totally belly up. So it could be the next step that more and more people, they're already leaving TV in droves. Um, many people, Misty included among them, don't even watch normal TV anymore. It is Hulu or Roku sticks or whatever. And I have a Roku TV. And as I was setting up my office, I just was looking at like channels that I could add thinking well, maybe 10. There are channels there that may only have 20 people, people following them, but oh my gosh, this is, I'm one of those 20 people. Cause it had a movie. I found the most obscure seventies movie that I loved. I saw once in 1974 and it's on this Roku channel. So I, I'm I'm hooked on this channel now. Well, not not to watch, but I mean, just I'm a fan of it. So it could, you know, Star Trek once again could be presaging the fact that TV may die out. They also said that baseball dies out too, and we also already see a lot of sports are just pricing themselves out of out of business. Do us some uh, some sad news. Oh, great! Well, uplift. Well, sad. Coco, the gorilla, though the one who learned sign language has passed away. She passed away in her sleep at age 46. The Gorilla Foundation announced her passing uh, yesterday and said, Coco touched the lives of millions as an ambassador for all gorillas and an icon for interspecies communication and empathy. She was beloved and will be deeply missed. She was born in 1971 at the San Francisco Zoo and was named Hanabiko, which is Japanese for fireworks child. Uh, Dr. Francine Penny Patterson taught her sign language and that's where she quickly became famous. Uh, what I'm trying to figure out what her, uh, word count was. It was insane. I mean, doing amazing communication and just broke down a lot of barriers on what we thought about quote, the, the lower animals. And so, yeah, it's kind of a bummer. Uh, I don't know if there is someone else who, uh, another gorilla to follow in Coco's footprint footsteps. I'd like to, I'd like to know that. How, but, about, how about the one from Rampage? 
<laughs> you don't think that would work? Yeah, well, can does does the girl in Rampage know sign language, or does it just flip somebody off in your typical? That's that's yeah. Well, he's buddies with the Rock, George. There you go. Well, with well, the well, if the Rock can teach this Rampage gorilla sign language, go for it. But that's just one of those, you know, Coco is something you just don't think about until she's gone, and now I'm bummed. I haven't thought about Coco in years. Okay. But there you go. I, uh, I actually had no idea who that was. Yeah, she uh very, very popular. I think actually kind of created a story that became a children's book, you know, would sign. You mean uh, Congo the movie? Yeah. Amy. That, that was based on. Amy. Amy is based on Coco. Yeah, I remember that movie. I, I read that the movie book. so stupid. Well, the, the book was was mildly better. It was another Michael Crichton book. Hey, hey, Brett, it was that was a real gorilla, okay? George was a real gorilla from Rampage, okay? <laughs> I've got to catch up on... I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'm going to catch up on the, uh, the listener feedback in just a second. Now, we were talking about, you know, what's next for Disney, or, you know, one day off the air, Dick and I were talking about what would it take to bring down Disney or Amazon? And... Dick was thinking, well, you know, if Jeff Bezos is caught in a compromising situation with the young kids, even then they would just go to number two. Same thing with Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg was on the hot seat and people were like, oh, this could be the end of Facebook. Nah, he'll be fine and dandy. But the mighty do fall. Just recently, GE, General Electric, has been taken off the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Okay. Now, is and the Dow Jones, from my understanding, it's like a cool club to be in. Yeah, what it does like, is it's a select few, I think nine, I believe, and I'm sure someone's going to correct me, but very few companies that hit a certain standard that kind of bridging industries can, you get, that's where you get your average of, okay, this is how things are going. And so GE has been 30, replaced. It's 30. 30, okay. GE has been replaced with Walgreens. Of all places, because though they have comparable revenues, GE is much huger than Walgreens, which means they're like, yeah, we, we both made $10 million this year. Okay, if I'm a company of one and I make $10 million a year, that's, you know, that's huge. Mm -hmm. Put me up next to GE with thousands of employees making $10 million, not a big whoop. So, you know, the size comes into it. Now, this isn't, it's just, it's just weird to have that. Now, I, one thing I did not know, AT&T was previously removed from the Dow Jones Industrial Index. I had no idea about that. I just assumed they were a mainstay. Um, I think Alcoa was, and uh, uh, there's one other, uh, the name that, that I would have recognized. So companies do come and go. It doesn't signal anything in particular. It doesn't mean the GE is going to die tomorrow. But it just it's of note that it's actually replaced the company on the Dow Jones, uh, especially one that was such, so huge as General Electric. And breaking news. Give me the breaking news uh, sound effect. Breaking news. Thank you. Thank you. The Supreme Court has just ruled that online shoppers now must pay sales tax. Huh. So this is something that may bite Amazon because that's always been a, a favorite thing. Yeah. I don't think so much. We pay sales tax. It's the convenience of online shopping. It's not the lack of sales tax. But does everyone pay sales tax? No. So how does that they work? They do now. They they will now. By every fifty state, every all yeah. fifty states have sales tax. Um, I, hold on. Uh, I always. I, the only reason I ask that is I remember when we go on our you know fifty state trips, there was a couple that didn't have sales tax. 
Mm, I say I thought every state had uh, sales because isn't that isn't sales tax determined by uh, your local area, like the amount you pay? But then it's also affected by the state. If anyone really knows this, please let us know on Facebook. Okay, what states don't have sales tax? Five states with no sales tax: Alaska, Delaware, Montana, New Hampshire, and Oregon. So, which means if the company and its warehousing is in any of those states, you don't have to pay sales tax because there's no sales tax to pay. But if you get them from anywhere else, and that's why Delaware, you know, Delaware is a huge, when you file a corporation, you usually register in Delaware. Um, so Delaware is popular with corporations. I don't think it's really going to do much. It's significant because no, it, it signals we're talking about penny counters here. So it's going to be, a, I mean. But these are the same penny counters to think about it. These are the people that will wait for tax-free weekend to just assail the stores like it's Black Friday and Cyber Monday combined to save 8.25% or maybe 8.5, depending on where you are. I think in Houston, it's 8.75, the eight cents on the dollar, less than a dime. Well, how does that work? I mean, because but sales tax is different from all over the place, depending on where you are. Because, I mean, our sales tax, I think, is just based off Texas. Mm-hmm. Right, we mm-hmm. pay eight point two five. Yeah, no matter where we go in Texas. Uh, yeah, but it well, also- no, I think there are variations of it. I think the Woodlands has a slightly lower sales tax because it's added on, so it's not the full eight point two five for the for the state sales okay. tax. But here's the thing: people will break down the walls to save eight point eight and a half cents a dollar on tax free weekend. Mm-hmm. I myself, I wait till the next weekend when everything goes on ten percent off, and I get more savings with 10 percent off sale no one thinks about hey save 10 percent. no one even thinks about that it's the thought of sticking it to the man the the establishment that's what gets people going so yeah people will grumble oh i gotta pay sales tax now you gotta pay sales tax on darn near everything else doesn't matter it's the it's just the convenience of i'm on my phone oh hey look studio 60 on the sunset strip has got dvd on sale it's mine now and by the way it is and i got it ha sorry i love that show but you just Golly. it's a good show. Sure. But yeah, I, I think it will affect some businesses. I don't I don't think not enough to not enough to count. No business is gonna fold because now they're, well, they're not on fold, the, but I mean they have to change up some things. Yeah. They hire more accountants. Okay, so if the if I start losing business because people don't want to pay the eight percent sales tax, I'll lower my prices eight percent. Yeah. To say, okay, same amount for you. You know, there are there are ways to, to to fix this. But and we are currently in day, I think, ten or eleven of the death of net neutrality, and the world has fallen apart, and everybody's paying ten times what they did on internet because anything, net neutrality. Paying, if anything, I'm paying cheaper. Enzymes. Where I am. Not enzymes. What, what was it? In- I was shocked how cheap it was out here for like the amount of speed and everything you get. The only thing they Electrolytes. get you. The only thing they get you on is running those cable boxes. That's the only thing I've realized technology wise. Yep. That's, the only, that's how they make their cash mm-hmm. is running those things out to people. I, uh, for my uh, uh, main ha- house cable, I pay double what I pay in programming. I pay the same amount of money in box rental and, yeah, and stuff crazy. like that. Well, like I was, we, like I said, we're doing internet and I did some, just a little research. And you know, my brother is an IT guy, he owns his own firm. And he told me the best thing, like what he suggests to his clients is the technology rarely updates for the cable modem, but Wi-Fi updates kind of frequently. And But it also depends on how much speed you're getting at home 
And he goes, well, every time, because you can buy like an all-in-one box, kind of like what they give you. But he said the best thing to do is always buy a nice route, a Wi-Fi router, and then just upgrade the cable box as you go, because those are only like 30 to $60, opposed to like the one I found that would fit our system is like, if I wanted to do a replacement for a box equivalent to what they're giving me, it'd be like a 120 150 to buy it just downright instead of paying, I think, like $13 a month or something like that. Yeah. 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 We need to issue a correction to one of our listeners. A listener, Brett, said that 68% of all internet statistics are made up on the spot. Brett, I, I hate to, uh, 68.2%. Uh, if you're going to, you're going to throw out a fact, you need to get it right there, my friend. I'm just saying. I thought, hey, Brett, I thought net neutrality really was going to affect the prices of things. Yeah, it is. As, remember how they were going to say the second it become would go into effect, every corporation in the world would double their rates and, and strangle our, our broadband, our bandwidth. And You know what they still won't let me do? Access uh, gray areas of the Internet. Isn't that crap? <laughs> <laughs> the dark web. Yeah, they send me those, hey, you shouldn't be downloading now. <laughs> uh, bring back Napster. I miss Napster. I think it's still around, isn't it? Is it? I have no idea. Oh, that would be cool if it were. Just well, it's nowhere near what it was. Anyhow, yeah. it is ten oh three. I think. Yeah, let's take a break. Ten oh four on the dot. And uh, you're listening to Morning's Lone Star. Keep talking to us on Facebook. We have Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> we do read. Yeah, we sometimes do. We'll be right back. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's new, Pussycat? Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on one hundred four point five and one hundred six point one FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. Willing and I'm so willing to care for you. So go and make up your big little pussycat eyes. Pussycat, pussycat, I love you. Yes, I Welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star, Dick and Skippy, 1007 on the dot. 79 degrees. We're inching up to 80-ish today. Uh, overcast, gloomy, but still only 10% chance of rain. Skippy happy with that. That's all I got. Welcome back. Well, oh, well, we want to thank our sponsor. Yeah. I know I was forgetting something. Thank you, Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Hey, if you're listening to us, give them a try. Most of you have drunk Conroe Coffee. You know it totally rocks. And uh, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, uh, hey, they may come out uh, wherever you are. Who knows? I'm, I'm sure they have a no, no job is too big or too sloppy for Clean Sweep. Thank you very much. Good deal. All right. Um, Responding to Brett that, um, you know, he did point out that net neutrality has nothing to do with your access to the Internet. I absolutely agree. Uh, but it was uh, my comment was the facetiousness in me was responding to the chicken little. The sky's falling. Net neutrality is going to destroy. They're going to bottleneck everything. They're going to choke this. It, everything has to be Armageddon level. Nuclear option. Uh, I've just seen this in politics and everything else. And this person must be destroyed. This company must be wiped off the map. This pink slime must be, the whole industry must be wiped off the face of the earth, even though it is not what they say it is. It just, the, these knee jerk 
nuclear option reactions, that's what I personally just get tired of. Everything's got to be so, and it's, it's both sides. I'm telling you, every time gas prices go down, those in power go, yeah, that was us. Or every time the Dow Jones goes up, yeah, that was us. And it's not. And every time the Dow Jones goes up 100, those shouldn't take credit for it. And when it goes down 100, it's not that person's fault. It's just, it's the market. It's gas prices. It's the price per barrel. It's, yeah, and of course, those in charge have influence. But to have every other day just be this, yes, uh, no, yes, I'm just, it's, it's like watching a tennis game. You get that Wimbledon whiplash, just your neck going back and forth, back and forth. And if you're listening to us in stereo, you know I'm doing that. Or you watch me, see I'm going back and forth. You just it gets after a while, it gets tiring. You just stop watching <laughs> watching it live and haul out your phone and watch it on TV. Okay. I'm just gonna listen to you for the next hour. No, 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 I'm done. Are right, you good? I'm good. All right, good. Well, I mean, outside of that, like uh anything else going on in your world? Because the one thing I we haven't really talked about was the US quit the UN Human Rights Council. But then again, that's another topic that just circles and it's not very entertaining for me the so. the you the human rights council has been it's like a political has tool. Ex- it, is, it is very political it's not what do they do what do they what do they, they don't actually, like israel well i mean who who cares who they like or don't like what can they do well we besides want, putting a poster up on the wall with other other poster that says a statement the, you sit around it's like most committees do they go do they invade countries or do they nope. do anything that changes nope. how people are treating nope. human rights or violating human rights nope and, it's like us pulling out of the Paris Climate Accords. Who does do that, Did though? Absolutely nothing. You know, I see this is the thing I never really I would love listeners input on this. So I was wondering this. So let's look at, you know, the whole world. From my from what I understand, there's some certain areas of the world that are still controlled by, like, say, warlords, right? Mm-hmm. Basically local warlords. Mm-hmm. Would you would you say that's true? Yeah. Now, why couldn't you as a billionaire like Bill Gates hire a private army and just take over the warlord area? For like human rights, for like for you know for the, under the banner of human rights, because clearly there's some stuff like for example, I think I thought about it when I saw that movie Hotel Rwanda, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's tragic. Now, why isn't anybody physically going in there and wrecking shop on these people? Sometimes, sometimes, now, it's why, the why, devil, you know. Is that what you think? Yeah, uh, and you know, we ourselves as a nation have unfortunately been complicit. We set up the current Iranian government. Well, I'm not talking about a nation. I'm talking about me, Bill Gates, mm-hmm. or when I say Bill Gates, I just mean because he has a lot of money. Me, Mr. Money Man. Mm-hmm. President of Schistler Enterprises. I mean, how much money would you think it would take to take over a warlord? Uh, more than 20 bucks, less than 10 billion. Okay. Somewhere in that range. Somewhere between 10 and $10 billion. But, so there is a, you think it is, it, you are able to do it. Well, now, financially. Like one person could do it. Like, say I was the richest man in the world and mm-hmm. I decided what I want to do with my money. So I could do it. So since I If could, that were the case, what I would do, I would buy the country. Because there are legal ramifications. If you put in mercenaries as a private citizen, I don't think that's legal. Is it? I don't know. I mean, like, I, I, I don't believe so. Well, who's going to get mad at me? The UN? The poster people? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, well, there, but you could be brought to The Hague. On, on war crimes. Like say, I, say I wanted to be the leader of the country, but then I graciously give it back to the people. Like, could you pay Could you pay to be a dictator? Could I what? In today's world, could I pay to become a dictator? 
Like, how much money would it take for me to become an owner of a country? Well, that's the thing. You can pay a lot of money, but if you're in power, if they don't like you, they'll they'll shoot you. Well, yeah. So what I do is, I, I if I had that much money, let's say if I wanted to fix Rwanda or something, buy the country, and then you have legal recourse to kick out the current administrations and say, you know, you're fired. You're fired. Okay. Um, but no, no. So the the Human Rights Council. I mean, the members of it are massive human rights violators. Uh, truly. Um, and this current president, he works with, with North Korea, or he doesn't. Either way, he just gets lambasted. He pulls out of this accord or this council. You, you know what? It's they, these councils need America a lot more than America needs them. And that's what I believe is happening in this current administration to say, we don't need you. To, to pull out of the Human Rights Council does absolutely nothing. Nothing, but, no one extra is going to die. Ways. Goes, no one extra is going to be saved. It's just, and... No, nothing both ways. Trump has pledged his allegiance toward... I'm sorry, that sounds bad when I say pledged his allegiance. Trump has, has recertified Israel as our ally by placing the embassy in Jerusalem. He has made no bones about the fact that Israel is our buddy. The Human Rights Council is very anti-Israel in a lot of its findings. And so Trump's like, you know what? The, the enemy of my friend is my enemy. We're, we're not going to do it. The, the, the tariffs, same thing. We've been bent over the woodpile for decades with Canada and China, Venezuela and others, and think no more. We're not going to take, we're going to make it a, a level playing field. We're, we're not giving you what you're used to. This is like an alimony thing where someone's going for... I, I, I need $50,000 a month in alimony to maintain the lifestyle that I've been accustomed to. You know what? Sometimes you got to suck it up and say, get don't get used to that lifestyle anymore. These, some of these nations have gotten used to a lifestyle off the teat, and I'm making sure I pronounce that clearly, of America. And we have a businessman, because for decades we said, what would happen if, if a businessman ran the country? Here we go. You know what? He, he's not a career po politician who's into double speak. He says things that just make me want to pull what's left of my hair out. He, you know, he is piggy on many levels. As a man, I, I'd be hard pressed to invite him to dinner. This is how it is. It, it's, All right, I guess switch. I guess switch topics. Switch me. topics. Okay, go. So. Cool. So apparently, <laughs> this is kind of funny. Uh, a Phillies game on Monday night. No, which uh, which sport? Uh, baseball. Okay, thank you. Phillies. You got to narrow this down for yeah. me. Uh, apparently, this woman was hit by a hot dog and got a black eye. How do you get a black eye from a hot dog? Well, it seems that the mascot has a gun. Are you kidding me? And I'm not kidding you. He um, shot a woman in the eye with a hot dog gun? Yes. <laughs> and she's claiming she's suffering from a shoulder injury. <coughs> so she was unable to swat the hot dog away. That's I'm like, I'm trying to picture this because, you know, they got it on camera like they had to have. Oh, someone saw. Yes. I want to see if okay, I'm going to look for the video. It, it kind of reminds me of that naked gun movie where the bad guy throws a pillow at the hero and he's got the pillow. <laughs> I mean, I, I no, hit with a hot dog gun. The interviewer, this is uh, this is from CBS Boston and the interviewer. And it, I mean, that's a track. I mean, of course, it. 
it sucks to be that woman. But I want <laughs> I wonder I wonder if she's gonna try to sue. Oh, of course she's gonna try to sue. Mental anguish. I can no longer enjoy a so hot dog. She's sitting your home plate and she says all of a sudden a hot dog wrapped in duct tape hit her in the face. I'm sorry, this is kind of ridiculous. And um so here's her quote. I think it just came so fast and just hit me like I didn't even realize it. The hot dog bounced off my face and into another, uh, uh, into the other seat. If it gives people a good laugh and it makes somebody chuckle, then that's fine. Well, you know what? <laughs> Thank you. We I'll just did. <laughs> so um, uh, I'll power to you. I hope you don't sue because it was a hot dog to the face. Put it on America's Funny Videos. Do the morning. They offered her tickets to any game she wants to go to. Yeah, for that, offer season tickets, people that... That's oh, that's uh, sorry. Thank you. That just I really want to know where the video up. is though. It's got to be out there somewhere. Well, you look for the video. I've got some World Cup news. Hey, Brett, you're right. I don't know who thought. I actually, I I want to see it in action. Because if you're gonna duct tape something, you can duct tape up anything. Like if you're like <laughs> literally. If, well, I mean, like if the gimmick is I'm gonna give you a hot dog up in the upper. You know, that's kind of funny. But like if you're gonna duct tape it, what's 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 the joke that's, there? Well, I think the duct tape is keep it from just. Well, I know that, on the way out. but you're going to eat it? Roll it up in duct tape? Yeah, I, I see what you just said, uh, Saw Dick, and I agree. Who on the planet, under God's green earth... Oh, I want to see. I've got to see this gun. i got to see this cannon a hot thing. dog cannon was a good idea. Oh. Meanwhile, speaking of bad ideas in sports, Burger King is apologizing. Oh, you got to see this thing, man. Did you, did you find the video? Oh, I got, I got pictures of it. Okay. And it looks like a turret on the back of a tractor, so the guy holds it like a like a like a minigun uh-huh. when it's just a giant hot dog. <laughs> so, man, oh, that's great! I want to see an action though. How are there? So this is what I don't really get about social media. You think there'd be videos all over the internet about that? Not not particularly this woman getting hit in the face, but you know, at least the cannon going off. Well, everyone whips out the phone as soon as the event starts to happen. So Dateline Moscow, Burger King is sorry for offering a lifetime supply of Whoppers to Russian women who get pregnant from World Cup players. (laughs) Shockingly, critics have assailed the offer um, and that was announced on Russian social media as sexist and demeaning. The announcement was removed from Burger King's social media accounts, but it's still circulating among Russian social network users. It promised a reward to women who, quote, get the best football genes, quote, and ensure the success of of the Russian team for generations to come. Now. Oh, I found it. You found it? Just, uh, so I'll I just wrap this one up it. just to, just to say on. that ads uh. in Russia are a lot more misogynistic. But again, who thought this was a good idea? I, I don't get it. So you found the video? Well, I found him moving the cannon. He Oh, he was shooting another mascot with it, too. Friendly fire. What goes That's on the at, worst kind. What goes on at these games, man? <laughs> I just, we got to reenact this in slow motion. Mm-hmm. Would you throw yourself? Would you have thrown yourself in front of the hot dog to save that woman? Oh yeah, easy. You you would have done the John Woo. Yeah. And then I'd be like, "Oh, it hurt. Give me some season tickets." Yeah, season tickets and ten million dollars. <laughs> I'm, I'm still I'm, cracking I'm still, up over I'm, that I'm, one. I'm just looking for it. I just gotta be real. Uh oh. Hold on. There's a headline I gotta read into this because I think I may have some bad news for people. Um, apparently. Uh, there's new research. Let me find out who, uh, research conducted in Colorado 
by uh, uh, the, the, the oh, I got to find out who did this research. Oh, Josiane Bork from the University of Montreal saying says that um, marijuana users feel more pain. Their study finds that dr the marijuana lowers pain tolerance. Uh, cannabis lowers pain tolerance, meaning users need more painkillers after an injury. Uh, after an injury, cannabis users require higher doses of painkiller than non-users. Higher painkiller doses prolongs people's hospital stays and delays the recovery. Um, yeah, whatever. Okay. You know, but it helps glaucoma. Now, uh, Rick actually yesterday, and I need to do a follow-up on this, he said that actually the Texas legislature was putting it out there to do a blanket legalization of marijuana in Texas. Well, I, Which, you know what, see, this, this is, I got to get this Well, this verified. is the question I have about that is clearly these politicians who are elected by the public have a strategy in a sense of how can we get voters? How can we shift, you know, social structure and all that kind of stuff? So do you feel that when Trump kind of makes comments about making it legal across the board, people are like, oh, man, that's my wild card. He's taking my wild card. Yeah, it could be. Because I feel it like very well be. Well, I mean, because we've seen that all the time, and you know, and especially when they make announcements and kind of sim similar to the Senate hearings and stuff, it's just them grandstanding most of the time, and they're hoping that they get a quotable deal where, when they run for election, they go, "Look what I said during this meeting. You know, I said these things, and I meant it." So I, I that's what my theory is. It is could be now pe people it, know when things are going to get shifted, like something as big as blanket legalization across you know the fifty states, but. Hand in hand with that, I think it would be hard to deny that our current president, I'm not diagnosing by any stretch of the imagination, but pretty much has ADHD. He can't complete a sentence without going off on a tangent. Or, you know, he'll start a sentence, and by the time he gets to the end of that paragraph, we're on a completely different topic. He's just, he's President Squirrel. And it's just, it's just how it is. And I think hand in hand with that, it's... He is all over the map with policy, with daily tweets, with what chaps his hide that day. And we have stuff coming out that it's like, where did this happen? I, there was no mention of this whatsoever. So, uh, man, I just lost my train of thought of where, where, where I was What going would happen, that. like, say the transportation of drugs from Mexico or through Mexico, if, if Texas decided to do it legally? Mm-hmm. Do you think that will affect the trade at all? It depends. Interstate? Because, I mean... Or, I, inter, or basically, what, it's it's the bringing it up from Mexico into Texas. That's the... You know, if it's traveling from state to state, then I don't think much. Because I know the states around Colorado got to be having that issue. Got to be. Well, yeah. If it's but, illegal to transport marijuana to the state next door to Colorado... If that person gets pulled over, and again, eventually this is going to hit the Supreme Court. They've got to put the uh, supremacy clause up against the 11th Amendment, and only the Supreme Court can do that to, to get this figured out when you have an iffy federal law. And when I say iffy, it, it's the 11th Amendment says that federal law only supersedes state law under the Supremacy Act if it doesn't overreach the original framing of what federal law would cover what the framers said the federal law is responsible yeah. for a b c and d and if marijuana falls outside of that then supremacy law kicks in 
and it's not no longer a federal offense. So it has to get to the Supreme Court. And I would say within the next two sessions, within the next two years, this is going to be a big hot topic. And I think by then, no one's really going to care. Uh, no, sorry. Some, some will care, obviously. It, it, it's not like, um, yeah, let's legalize everything. But every year that passes, every week that passes, and we find out that Colorado hasn't blown itself up in a munchy haze, that it hasn't been overrun with cannibals. I wonder what the DUI statistics are. Because it's been legal there for how long? Uh, a couple of years now, I think. Yeah, so there's got to be at least some preliminary kind of Right, stats. and according to Rick, they actually did find out a standard test for... Yeah, I'm, I'm actually on levels. their website right now. Because the only reason I know a little bit, my brother lived in Colorado, and Colorado is one of those interesting places where I think they have, like, zero-tolerance DUI laws there. Kind of like Georgia. I think Georgia is one of the things, like, the first offense, you're, like, going to jail or you're doing something. Mm -hmm. And so that's... Uh, I found that kind of funny that... Well, you're opening the market to another substance that affects your driving, and mm -hmm. I wonder what the stats are today. Well, also— Because um, I'm looking at right here on their website. It says that uh, what's the legal limit? Uh, basically, it says it's five nanograms of active THC in the whole blood. But basically, however, no matter what level of THC, law enforcement officers base arrests on observed impairment. So that leaves that whole thing open, by the way. So, and that, which to me is pretty insane. Okay. You know so, that, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So basically they smell it. They're like, Hey, you look impaired. You're coming with me. Mm -hmm. I don't need to test it. I, uh, Cause I was looking if they up, don't like you. Yeah. Because a lot of laws around drugs are, are the, 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 the scheduling of the drug. If you're schedule one, two, whatever marijuana is, a, and I just looked this up as a schedule one drug. So if there is, I believe the scheduling rating, if that's the proper phrasing for it, may have to be changed as marijuana becomes more legalized, there's more states adopt it, or it gets higher up the, the legal ladder to where it hits the Supreme Court. It may have to be that marijuana's rating, I don't know if Schedule 1 is top of the class or worst of the class. You know, schedule basically, does marijuana share it with, um, and it may not be full, fully marijuana, maybe the uh, uh, some of the ingredients in it. Is that up there with heroin and cocaine, or is Schedule 3 worse? I, I don't know. I need to look that up. Or if you know it, please, people pipe in. But the scheduling of it may have to be changed to say, okay, it's not as bad as it once as it was in order to help the facilitate the transportation of it, because that is the big issue right there. <clears throat> if you're going through a state that, that it's a really bad drug legally, and you get pulled over, but it's like, well, I'm 10 feet from the border and it's perfectly legal there. Uh, that's why this has to get to the Supreme Court. And it will. Well, yeah, I'm just looking, I'm looking at stats. I'm trying to find, because I'm curious just to see. Because this is something that they now officially marked down. They did? Well, I mean, like, that. that's something, I imagine that's what they were, they have to write that down now. Mm -hmm. That they, they were impaired by marijuana. They have, I mean, I feel like that's, part of it right yeah i would yeah you, well i don't know it, it there's got to be something that would separate you know drug intoxication from alcohol intoxication because for instance you know you could fail uh you know field sobriety tests would be pretty equal but if i'm sober you know no alcohol but i'm on a drug i could i pass a 
breathalyzer test. What's a proactive DUI and reactive DUI? Do you anything about that? Pro, I would presume a proactive DUI, it's I cause an accident because I'm drunk. Okay. And a reactive, it's, you know, I passed out behind my wheel and a cop comes up and knocks on the door. Okay. Well, it's gone up then. And that's purely a guess on my part with all the law degrees on the wall behind me. But I don't know. I wonder, I, this is going to be interesting. I want to find this out. But yeah, I think the, I think politicians use that as a wild card. I think that's one of the big deals that they try to, and that to me, that's one of those few topics that politicians use as like, oh, let's gain majority favor here. Mm -hmm. And it's taken, you know, 30 years to really change the mind of people like that. It has, and it has taken a long time. And I think it should have taken a long time. You can't go back and forth, back and forth. When we do stuff like that, we end up with prohibition where you actually have a constitutional amendment banning alcohol. And then you can't just undo that, so you have to have another constitutional amendment resetting it back uh, legal again. We've done it before. Yeah, we have, and it's, it's, it's not, not cool. Uh, uh, listener, Dennis, you got you got a pipe up here. What the heck is a CBD ranch? To me, CBD is Central Business District, and I don't think with well, you being think, in Colorado, I, that's what that was. Yeah, we'll take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll talk more about that. Yeah, Because I'm interested good. in that. So we'll, you're listening to Mornings Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. It's 1030 here on, you know, here in Montgomery County, I guess. In other, other parts of the world. <laughs> We're worldwide. To spend with you. So go and bother your cute little pussycat. No. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out ourlonestar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast, FM, and Internet Radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. And part of your cute little pussycat nose. Welcome back. Yeah. 1034 on the dot. Thanks to Clean Sweep Ops Cleaning and Comrade Coffee for being our sponsors. We love you guys, and I mean that in a deep, manly way. Having great conversations on and off the air. Uh, keep them coming. Dennis, thank you for uh, specifying. Dick, Dick also did, too, uh, what CBD was. Uh, yeah, Skippy, believe it or not, I'm, I'm just so naive on certain things that I'd be the idiot who... who buy a dime bag of oregano from the narc on my first attempt. So that's why I wouldn't even try it. But anyhow, we got Tina, Tina if you're still listening, love you and, and come into the studio sometime. And of course, Dennis, welcome back. Uh, I do hope you tuned into us through your IR Lone Star app, Dennis. And we will probably take you up on your offer to get the ranch owner on the phone. That's some, that's some cool stuff there. Uh, we're finding out more and more the medicinal qualities and benefits of aspects of marijuana, I guess is the best way to phrase it. And of course, Hearst with the whole hemp thing, that's where it started. Hemp should not be illegal, but it's been immutably tied into uh, you know what's weird? marijuana. I just found out someone just sent me something. Was it marijuana? We made the uh, best kept secrets of Houston suburbs from the Chronicle. Well, what? Yeah, the station did. See, okay, now you say we, I thought you meant like you and me. Well, it was probably because of our show, because, you know, we rock so hard. So. Any other shows? Thanks that, for whoever submitted that. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, thank you. That is that is awesome. Who who was it? I'm, I'm going to buy you dinner and kiss you on the mouth. Unless, of course, it was Brett, in which case, just the dinner. Yeah. Yeah. 
one or the other, but not both. I have standards. That is so cool to know. Let's, 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 let's post that up there. Thank you. And it's great to know that we are having people watching and listening and engaging. I love the fact that we have our, our, our listeners who pipe up, uh, correct us, push us, agree with us, disagree with us. Wonderful. Please keep it up and spread the word. By golly, we're, we're, we're hitting more and more. Uh, Brett says it wasn't him. He's just afraid with the dinner I was going to buy him. So there you go. So here's something interesting. The CEO of Intel, you know, the, the, the computer chip maker, Brian Kjanik, Janik, K-R-Z-A-N-I-C-H, had to resign because apparently he broke company policy. He had a consensual relationship with an employee, which is odd because as the head of the company, well, I'm sure he didn't like form it, but you think he would have known about that. Uh, Brian, all I can say, man, is that I hope she was worth it. I mean, think about it. To, to be a CEO and to lose it and say, you know, trying to get your next job, what happened? Well, slept with uh, the male girl <clears throat> or secretary or vice president. I have no idea. You know, it could have been the CFO for all I know. But yeah, the chief financial officer, Robert, well, no, not the CFO. Because CFO is Robert Swan, and he's about to become the interim CEO. Actually, already is effective immediately. So, Brian, 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 I really hope she was worth it. May have been. It could have been like Wallace Do you Simpson. think that was like a zero tolerance thing? Well, if a company policy says, uh, probably says you cannot, uh, a manager or a, Someone below an employee. Someone Yeah, basically. And when you're CEO, that means anyone. But here, dude, you're the CEO. You can go. There's, there's got to be there's a special dating there's, app. There's an official channel, though. Like, could he go, I really want to court this woman, and then basically presents it to the board, or like, nope. Could be That could have gone to HR. But here's the thing. Nope. If you're CEO of a big corporation, Intel is not, you know, dinky. That's what I'm saying. I hope she was worth it, because there are so many other possibilities uh, for him. And I'm assuming... Uh, you know, they're not giving the gender of, of who he had the relationship with. I'm assuming female, but that's that's me being bad. It, it's He could have looked anywhere outside the company. So assuming this male or female, the, the, this subordinate, uh, I hope is worth losing your company for. Yeah, I guess. Hmm. And, uh, ah, Dinner says, uh, Dennis, sorry, says that, uh, is afternoons with Lone Star the, the goddess or you know what? Well, I think it was a group effort, I, Dennis. I, I, I do. I, I, I got to agree. I think we're all, because, uh, you know, Rick comes on our show and, and uh, I, we go on Rick's show. So it's all one big happy show. Let's not concentrate on who in particular, unless it's us, of course. But assuming it's not, then it's a, it's a team effort. It's a group effort that goddess recognized as, well, what was the actual recognition now? We're uh, best kept secret of Houston suburbs. Well, keep it coming there. By golly, we're going to double our audience. Woohoo! <laughs> you go. So, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's what I got. Oh, I had, I had another. Oh, 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 good news. Good news. Give me the good news sound effect. It's good news. Yeah, there you go. Energy. These guys rock. Uh, Energy Company, of course, has donated 1,300 fans for the annual Beat the Heat initiative. That raises the number of fans that have been raised this year to 20, 000, more than 20,000 fans. And these fans are distributed uh, to through various agencies throughout the area. 
I know Crisis Assistance Center got some, uh, and these fans go to people who need them because believe it or not, one fan doesn't even have to be an AC. Now, yesterday I was talking about how uh, Rand Henderson, his group, was was do- collecting and installing air conditioning window units for people in need, which is awesome. But not everyone can get a, a, an AC unit or even need one, but a fan can make all the difference in the world between heat stroke and or heat exhaustion and, and surviving it. You know, it's funny because you see on the TV shows, everyone's like bathed in sweat and they're dying. And it's when you, when you, it's when you stop sweating, that's where the trouble begins. So good on Entergy. We love it when local companies do what's good for the community. Okay. Have you ever been to the, uh, um, the aquarium restaurant in downtown Houston? The Tillman Fertitas thing, you know, it's actually got. No, like I've actually biked by it several times underneath, but I never really had a, a reason to go there. The reason why I ask is, um, so the Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas has a, a big aquarium thing where you like, you know, you dine under the 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 water. You know, you got like the the room where you. Well, apparently it broke. Uh, the water main burst, and thousands of gallons of water poured on the first floor of this convention center at the Mandalay Bay. Uh, destroyed the first floor ceiling. Um, officials, oh, because the this is where the uh, they originally thought it came from the Shark Reef Aquarium, which can you imagine? You're you're eating dinner, and all of a sudden the the water just comes in, and there are sharks in there. That's why I can't eat at the aquarium. No, it was. What do you mean? You mean like you see a shark while eating? Yeah, it's like the aquarium is all around you, including above. Yeah, I could do that. No, are you kidding me? Especially if I'm eating seafood. I just have, you know, these fish just looking at me going. No, I don't think I'd ever get in one of those shark cages and hang out in there. I would probably never do that. But Probably. uh, Yeah, but I mean, I'm never going to count. I'd never count myself out on some things. uh, Some things things. I would. I I do not say yes to everything. And and We don't have to say yes, but I mean, you don't want to say like you haven't been presented this scenario yet. Unequivocally, I say heck to the no for me ever. Getting in a shark, getting in water where there are sharks, period. And that means an ocean in general. You know what's funny, though? Now that I think about it, if I was ever deep sea anything, I don't think I'd ever want to jump in. Like ever. I don't think I'd ever want to jump in. I think the only time I ever want to enter the ocean is from the beach. <laughs> Just thinking about it. I don't know. No. Is, are sharks in the Pacific? I, they're everywhere in my mind. Oh, there you go. Then that means <laughs> I will not go in the Pacific Ocean in any way, shape, or form. There are every body of water are besides a pool. Are, with are there sharks in the Atlantic Ocean? Then I will not go in the Atlantic Ocean or the Gulf of Mexico or any. How many people would do that? What? Hop in a shark tank? We'll just get in the water if there's like without entering from the beach. Would you? Would you get in the water? You mean like from a helicopter jumping in deep water? Yeah, no. or like from a boat or no. you know whatever. No. Because there are things in the water that want to kill me. Yeah. And I can't see them wanting to look, kill me. I bet you do look yummy to them. I do. I look like I, I, I swim like one of those baby seals. I'm telling you, man. I, I would be a smorgasbord for jaws and jellyfish and piranhas and the, the, the 10 billion things. I'll take my chances here on land or in the air. Thank you very much. Okay. Anything else you got for me? No, that's it for that one. Okay. <laughs> what do you got? What do you got? Absolutely nothing, of course. What? I've, I've been, you know, been moving and stuff, so there's a lot of stuff going on. So what do we got to do uh, to help? Because I'm going to help you move Saturday morning. 
what do we got uh, left to do? Have you looked a lot? Yeah, I've, I've left it all for you. <laughs> and it doesn't involve a sledgehammer. Oh, I was going to bring the sledge. We're going to take a quick break here on Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for sticking around. We got one more segment coming your way, so we'll be right back. When you push cat nose. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Pussycat, pussycat, I love you, yes, I do, you and your pussycat. <laughs> Welcome back to our final segment, 1048 on the dot. Hasn't quite hit 70, uh, 80 degrees yet, 79 here, uh, a little overcast, a little bit of a breeze, but so far so good. Skippy's not stressing too much about the rain anymore, so makes me feel better. We got a special guest tomorrow. Who do we got? That's right. We're going to have Tom Horrigan. I hope I pronounced that right. With in- Intercept Ministries and the Magnolia Cowboy Church Pastor Robert Stokes in the studio. I know what they're going to be talking about. What are they going to be talking about? Christmas in July. It's a great- Interesting. Yeah. it's uh, right. What it is, it's a fundraising event. Uh, Intercept. Are they going to have a nativity scene? Yes, yeah, summer with nativity like, scene. With like board shorts and sunglasses? Yeah, the Magi are going to come in with surfboards. Uh, but no, Doom buggies. what they do is they, they get materials and stuff for families now in July, like start collecting them. So these families, hundreds of families can get Christmas presents come Christmas time instead of waiting for November. Last December. minute donations. Yeah. Like, no, they, they accept them all they year round. Where all this? We got questions. Oh, they have, that. yeah, they have a huge uh, storage facility. They're really great. Uh, post uh, Ike, they were really I'm sorry, post Harvey, they were really, really helpful. Yeah, last year they provide over 2,500 kids and 200 elderly at Christmas. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm interested to see what their goals are for this year because yeah. that's going to be hard. But again, we're going to have Intercept Ministries and the Magnolia Cowboy Church in the studio tomorrow around 930. So if you have questions for them, you know where to find us on Facebook, MWLS at IRLoneStar.com for our email address. And then we're on all their social medias as well. Uh, good topics today. I think. Uh, Everything's going to be okay for tomorrow. Yeah. Well, we'll find, we'll dig deep and get some good news, but keep the conversations going. We're loving the interaction with you. And we want to make sure that we bring you some quality programming, make sure we find the, the right headlines, the right stories, the right topics. So definitely sound off with us. Uh, call in if you want, 936-647-3776. Hit us up on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Dick's private cell phone number. If you don't have it, ask me and I'll give it to you. Or even Dick at IRLoneStar.com. And if you want to book yourself on a show, Go to IRLoneStar.com slash Milwa's Booking. M-W-L-S-Booking.com. Well, dot, dot, uh, M-W-L-S Booking. Okay, you got any closing arguments or anything today? Uh, okay, cool. I don't. I'm, you know, I just, on the spot there, I had to think about it. Okay. Just well, keep, uh, keep uh, tuning into the headlines. Keep an eye on the weather, but it looks like it's going away. Uh, huzzah. Huzzah very much. And looking forward to talking to the Intercept Ministries tomorrow. Okay, me too. If you, yeah. Again, if you have questions, you know where to do. We do have a call in line. You can leave a message. We might even play it on the air, 
888-382-3776. Today's show is brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We'll see you guys tomorrow at 9 a.m. On the dot. And then, uh, yeah, so stick around. We got more coming your way on more, on Lone Star Community Radio. <laughs> we got the ticket stub at noon. And then we have Afternoons Lone Star with your favorite reluctant cowboy, Rick. Yay. And, uh, yeah, so stick around for that. More stuff coming your way on Montgomery County's Community Radio Station. What's new, Pussycat? Pussycat, pussycat, you're so thrilling and I'm so willing to care for you. So go and make up your big little pussycat eyes. Pussycat, pussycat, I.